Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, morning Manaites. God bless you. Welcome to a new day. Good day. Hallelujah. I am not alone. He's my comfort. He always holds me close. We give God thanks for another day. Amen. And it's just a blessing to be a child of God. Blessing to be in the presence of the Lord on another beautiful day. Yes. Yeah, so hopefully today... You already have blessed God. You already have connected with him. And you've done all that you know to do. And then after you do all that you know to do, then you have an expectation that God knows or God does all that he knows to do for your life. Amen. And we want to start off that way. We want to make sure that we acknowledge God. Because when we acknowledge him, he would always acknowledge us. Amen. And basically, what are we doing when we do that? You know, that's a form of prayer. Yeah, prayer doesn't have to always be on your knees, you know. Prayer could be standing. Prayer could be laying in your bed. Prayer could just be the first thing you do before you let your feet hit the ground. Just breathe out of your mouth acknowledgement to God. And that is prayer. Yes, it is. Prayer takes on many forms. Now, I want to say today, and I want to talk about the topic called the privilege of prayer. Prayer, because prayer really is a privilege. And you hear me say that all the time. Imagine if God never told us we can pray. God never told us we have access to him. Where would we be? What would we do? How would we talk to him? <laughs> Amen. Let's go to the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 55. It says, as for me in verse 16, as for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Hey, I'm assuming David understood the privilege and the importance of prayer because he wanted God to hear his voice morning, noon, and night. Isn't that incredible that he is so connected with his heavenly father, so connected, and he is so, he, he really have the essence of prayer in his heart. And so he's going to make sure God hears his voice <laughs> morning, noon, and night. See what it means? He's going to bombard heaven with his voice, you know? And if, 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 if we think about that, if we are calling to somebody continuously, hey, sooner or later, they're going to say, Okay, what is it that you need? What is it that you want? Right? They may ignore you for a while, but if you consistently call in their name and calling out to them, they eventually going to turn around. Even if they have their backs to you, they're going to turn around and say, yeah, how can I help you? You've been calling me all day. I've been trying to ignore you, but okay, what is it that you want? God is not like that. That's us as humans, right? But God is such a caring God. David said, I was going to call upon the Lord. And I like what he says. He says, God is going to save me. That word save is the root of the word salvation. Simply, God is going to pull you up. He's going to take you out of darkness. He's going to restore your life. Anything that you need, it comes through salvation. God is going to save you. 
And David said, when I call upon God, God saves him. I want to just, I want to encourage somebody today. You may be going through your little issues, your little trials, your little problems, your little disappointments, all those little earthy things. Let me say that, earthy things, because none of this exists in heavens. So this is all earthy. And while we're here in the earth, we got to deal with earthy things. So thank God we have the privilege of prayer because we could always call on the Lord. So David said, I'm going to call on the Lord. Matter of fact, because I know he answers them, because I know he saves, I'm going to make sure he knows my voice morning, noon, and night. Do you talk to God during the day? I mean, I give you instructions to make sure you speak to him in the morning, the first thing you do when you wake up. But the rest of the day, what are you doing? <laughs> do you even remember him? Do you remember that he's watching you, that he's keeping his eye on you? He's thinking of you. He has his angels to protect you. Are you thinking of him at all? And so we must continue our prayers to, through the day. The Bible says, we ought to pray. Men ought always to pray, not fail. We ought, to, we ought to pray without ceasing. Amen. So prayer is a privilege. And too many of us as believers forget the tremendous, glorious privilege that belongs to us as God's children. Amen. We have a privilege that is unequaled by any other in the world. That's a privilege of prayer. Amen. God invites us to come in. Amen. Prayer gives us prayer gives us access to God. Yes, it does. Prayer gives us access to God. When we pray, we are actually addressing the creator of the heavens and the earth. Amen. We are. In Psalms 15 and verse 1, it says, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly, worketh righteousness, speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up reproach against his neighbor, whose eyes a vile person is condemned. But he honored them that feared the Lord. Amen. And so prayer is a, is a privilege. It gets us in the presence of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says, he that doeth these things shall never be moved. Those who are praying, those who are doing the things that God has called them to do, they shall not be moved. No matter what's going on in life, when we pray, we are addressing the almighty God. So the question says, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? Listen, we must understand that we all seek a presence and we all seek to dwell in the in the God's tabernacle. So that's why David said, I'm going to call out to God all day long because I want to dwell in his holy hill. I want to be up on Mount Zion with the almighty God. Amen. But that's who we're praying to. We are praying to the creator of all things. And we know he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all all that we could ever ask or think. Amen. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 3, God said, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not of. Amen. 
Call unto me. I'm sorry, Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call unto me, and I will answer, and I will show you great and mighty things. Isn't that amazing? That when we call unto the Lord, he answers. Not only does he answer, he shows us great and mighty things. Amen. Great and mighty things God shows us, makes things available for us. Amen. You know, imagine that, that things that you don't know, things you could not find on your own. God says when you pray, he's going to show them to you. Mm -hmm. I've often told people, you know, you got big decisions to make. Say you're praying about a spouse. You want God to show you. (laughs) You want God to show you things. You want God to show you what is not being shown. Yeah, you want your eyes to be open to what you're not currently seeing. You do. And so before we make big decisions in life, pray and ask God to show you things. Show you. God would even show you the steps that you should take. If this is the right person for you, if this is the right contract, God will show you. God will give you the wisdom. He will give you the understanding. He will open your eyes to see what you currently do not see. So prayer brings us into his presence. Amen. In Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Prayer brings us into God's presence. Amen. That is a beautiful thing to know. And so, so ask yourself the question, am I praying? And do I want to spend time in the presence of God? And if you want to spend time in the presence of God, you must take time to pray. Amen. You cannot just ignore it. You've got to take time to pray. And all that you're doing, I know life is so busy in the earth realm. Life is super busy. And you wake up, you set, you set your alarm in time to wake you up so you can get dressed to go to work. Why don't you set your alarm to wake up so you could have time to pray before you get dressed to go to work? <laughs> yeah. How about just changing your priorities a little bit? How about giving God some of your time, especially first thing in the morning? And I promise you, he's going to make your day go even more smoother. Amen. Some of you are languishing issues all day long. You know why? You didn't pray in the morning. So you didn't have the presence of God. So you, because of that, you don't have the grace. You don't have the wisdom. You don't have the knowledge. You don't have the sight to see what you would have seen if you had just prayed. So don't take prayer for granted. Prayer is an awesome privilege, right? So prayer brings us into his presence. You know, as I said, you know, prayer is also royal invitation. We've been invited by God. He said, come boldly into the throne room that you may find grace in the time of need. Come. Cast your cares upon him. Come boldly. That he says to step on in. I am giving you access. I'm opening the door wide for you. Amen. He's opening the doors for us. So come. Step in. Get your prayer. Get your prayer muscles strong. Don't be afraid. Don't get weak and weary in your praying. 
Be strong in your praying. Yeah. Consider God in every moment of your life. That's how we ought to be. Considering God every moment of our life. Acknowledge Him in every moment of your life. You don't ever want Him to be out of your mind. You want to keep Him in your mind at all times. You know why? It guides what you say. He guides what you do. He guides your attitude. He guides your character. Amen. And when you have the Spirit of God in you, you become a truth talker. You don't come up with excuses. You're not making stuff up. You're not trying to impress people. No. The only one you're trying to impress is God himself. And so when we are praying, when we're in an attitude of prayer, when we understand that prayer, prayer is a privilege, the greatest privilege afforded to us on the earth, we will make use of it. So don't get tired of praying. I know some say, well, we always have prayer at church. Yeah, because, you know, we are praying in church. We have to be. Amen. I understand the importance of prayer. I understand the privileges of prayer. I understand the power of prayer. I understand how prayer affects my faith. And so we want to be people of faith. We want to be strong in God. Strong, not weak Christians, but strong, strong, resilient Christians. That no matter what comes our way, we remain standing. Our faces like flint and say, I will not be moved. Amen. The adversary is going to try. He's going to try to cancel out your prayers, trying to shut you down, trying to make you too busy. Trying to say, God really is not answering. You prayed about the same thing two, three, four. You've been praying all year. You've been praying for five years about this thing and it still has not changed. Listen, you pray until something happens. Pray. Until your change comes, God hears your prayer. Matter of fact, no prayer that you pray to God is ever lost. The Bible tells us he stores your prayer in golden vials. So your prayers are stored. None is ever lost. Amen? None is ever lost. So prayer is... Remember Hannah? I Hannah prayed. Amen? She, was, she wanted a child. And so she prayed to God. She prayed quietly. The prophet didn't even hear what she was saying. She simply prayed very quietly. But God heard her prayer. Amen. God heard her prayer and granted her request. Amen. Remember the publican that Jesus talked about who was standing off to the side, would not even lift up his eyes onto heaven, but he smote his chest and said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He understood the importance of prayer. How about the thief on the cross? He prayed, it ain't got to be long, but it just has to be strong. <laughs> Amen. The dying thief said, Father, remember me when you enter into your paradise. Isn't that what he said to Jesus? Just remember me. He says, you know, uh, we, we deserve what we are getting, but this man did not. He said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Amen. And so prayer is a privilege that needs to be exercised. We need to use it. We need to use our prayer privilege. Amen. Sometimes when people are complaining about this and that, ask them, especially if they're Christians, ask them, are you using your prayer privilege? 
I don't get it. How could you be so, you know, so upset and so in turmoil and in such dismay, right? Have you used your prayer privilege? Because if you use your prayer privilege, if you've been using it, your responses should be different to things that is going on in your life. I know we get taken back sometimes. I know we are discouraged sometimes and we're disappointed, you know, by our spouses, by our family, by our children. And, you know, some of that stuff tends to just um, just get on your nerve. But, hey, you got to snap out of it. Weeping is only for a night, okay? It should be. All your fussing and fuming should only be for a sh short time. This is snap because you're to snap back into who you are. Snap back. Don't let nothing shift you from where God has planted you. Let it, nobody unsettle your solid ground that you have built over the years in prayer and fasting and reading the word. Don't let, no, don't let any joker come along and just destroy that foundation. Don't let any um, situation come along and just destroy the foundation. Just throw your hands up and say, I'm not doing this no more. That's a weak mindset. It simply means that you are weak. If you fail, when trouble's come in your life, it simply means you are really weak all along. All your dancing, your shouting and speaking in tongues didn't do you no good. Because if you failed, if you just stop because troubles come, what, what was the purpose of all that? You make sure you are strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, you are consistently praying. You're using the privilege that God gives us. This is what makes you strong. Reading his word and praying makes you resilient. Are you hearing me? You must get that. Too many of us as Christians, we, we cry too much. We get upset, you know, because somebody says something wrong to us and we don't talk to them no more. We stop coming to church. You know, all these things because you didn't like how somebody looked at you. All this silliness. Somebody has to correct you. You don't want to come to church anymore. You know, what have you been doing? I thought you were a prayer warrior and in, 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 a person who intercedes for others. Listen, you need to intercede for yourself. If one word shuts you down. If somebody says something to you, you stop doing your ministry, working your ministry, quitting your ministry, quit what you're doing in the house of the Lord because somebody said something to you, you are weak spiritually and you need to go pray. Not only do you need to go pray, you need to get somebody to pray with you to help get you through this weakness that you are displaying. Amen. Let's use prayer for, for what it is. Prayer gives us access to God. Prayer gives us strength. Prayer is a privilege because God promised to hear and he promises to answer. Amen. And so let us, let us just be cognizant of who we are praying to and understand that God desires our prayer. He said, call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things that you have no knowledge of. You know, prayer allows you to achieve the impossible. Yes, it does. It's, prayer has the ability to unleash supernatural things in this realm. Yes, it does. Remember Elijah on Mount Carmel? He prayed, didn't he? 
when he prayed, what did God do? He said, fire from heaven. <laughs> yes, he did. He said, fire from heaven because Elijah prayed. Amen. Yeah, Elijah prayed. Moses prayed for Israel, for the children of Israel. And God said, Moses, move out of the way. Let me destroy these people and create a, a more powerful nation through you. Moses said, no, God, don't do such thing. Prayer. Stop God from wiping out the children of Israel in a moment. Amen. And so it's important that we pray. It's important that we pray. Jesus prayed. He said, God, I thank you because you already have heard me. He prayed just before he called Lazarus from the grave. Amen. Um, Daniel prayed before he was thrown into the lion's den. Prayer does things that man consider impossible. Amen. And so we, we are living possible lives because of the things that prayer can accomplish in our lives. So let's say this. Prayer is supernatural activity. I want you to get that. Prayer is supernatural activity. It's a, it's, it's a spiritual power that God has given unto us to release into the earth, to unleash all of God's power, authority, and resources into the earth realm. Yes, it is. So you stop praying and, let, and, and unleash all of God's power, authority, and resources into your life. Don't ever stop praying. Don't let anybody tell you you're wasting your time, especially that other guy. He will tell you you're wasting your time because your prayer is not being answered. Yes, your prayers are being answered. God answers every single prayer. David said, I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Amen. God is never going to forsake us. He said, I cried unto the Lord and he heard me and saved me out of all my troubles. And so you stick with God. Stick with praying. Pray until something happens. Pray every single day when you wake up in the morning, in the noonday, and at night. Be like David. As for me, I will call upon the Lord. You know what that says to me? That David says, that when other people are complaining, he says, as for me, I'm going to call upon the Lord. When other people are worried, he says, as for me, I'm going to call upon the Lord. When other people are fussing and fuming, he says, as for me, I'm going to call upon the Lord. When other people are falling into depression and despair, he says, as for me, I am going to call up on the Lord. When people are crying because they got a bad report from the doctor, he says, as for me, I'm going to call up on the Lord and the Lord will save me. I'm going to encourage somebody today. Call up on the Lord. Say, as for me, y'all can go ahead and fuss. Y'all go ahead and fume, cry, do all the stuff you're doing. Say, as for me, I am going to call upon the Lord. Remember, praise a privilege. Use it. Use it to your advantage. May God bless you. Let us pray.
<laughs> Amen. Father, we thank you again for the privilege of prayer. We thank you because your word tells us when we call upon you, you will hear, you will answer, and you will save us. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us this morning that prayer is a privilege. It's a door that you have opened. You said, come into the throne room boldly crying out, but Father, God, you've opened the door, you've made a way, and you have given us access. Thank you, Father, because prayer brings your supernatural power, authority, and resources in our lives. And for this, we are grateful. And I pray, God, that we will never give up on praying because we're instructed by your word that men ought always to pray and not fail, not give up. And so, God, some of us have been praying for a long time. We've been praying for a long time about a particular thing. And I pray, Father, that you open our eyes to see what we're not seeing. Cause our ears to hear what we have not heard. But, Father, we know you have not ignored our prayers. You have heard and you have answered everyone. Cause us to see the answer. Cause us to see it, God. Cause us to recognize your answer. Because I know, Father, that your eyes are attentive and your ears are listening for our cry. You see us. You keep us. You restore us. You strengthen us. You celebrate us. You smile over us. And you watch over us. And for this we give you thanks. Thank you for being that doting dad. That loving father. That protective father. We thank you for being who you are. Thank you for hearing our feeble cries. Thank you father. Thank you for even when we're doing things wrong. You still are loving on us. You still are caring for us. You're still making a way for us. And so, Father, as we call out to you today in prayer, hear our cry today. Father, we're confident that when we pray according to your will, you hear us. And we know that if you hear us, we have those things that we have petitioned you for. Father, we give you thanks. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Thank you for the favor that is on our head increase that is on our hands and the swiftness on our feet we give you glory honor and praise for us in jesus name we pray amen